Without further ado, though, this is an action-packed one. Um, we got our main man, Jack Mack, Jack McGuire, Barstool Sports' very own at Jack Mack CFB. Um, follow him on Twitter. Um, make sure you guys hit him up, and if you know who he is and follow him, he does a lot of things on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, he's always a delight to follow. Make sure you head on over and check him out. Pound the like button. We need 500 of them for the show. Last Friday, we got like 700. I appreciate you guys. Um, Jack. What's going on? What up, man? How is everything? Man, it's good, bro. I'm happy to be here. Where you at, man? The fucking porn studio or some crazy? Yeah, 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 yeah. My uh, desolate, desolate studio here in New York City. Are you? So you in New York? Yeah. Are you from there? That's where the Barstool offices are. Yeah. Are you from New York, though? Uh, my family is. I'm from Connecticut, so you know, right down the street. Okay. A lot of you guys, though, I, I noticed a lot of you, like you, Jeff, um, shit, everyone I've talked to there. You guys are a lot of East Coast guys, huh? Yeah, I mean, Barstool started in Massachusetts. Yeah, uh, and then after that, you know, it's a lot of Northeast. They're trying to expand. You know, we were talking with Brandon Walker, you and I, um, on unnecessary roughness uh, about what three weeks ago, which is, I mean, by the way. Uh, Coach JB, I, I knew you'd bring the goods, but I mean, highest rated episode, I think, of all time for Unnecessary Roughness. So really? thank you for that. And I'll, anybody I'll who's wa- uh, watching right now, please go back and watch it because everything we talked about there, it's not old. There's nothing, uh, it, it hasn't ran out. So please go check that out. But uh, yeah, then we started to get some more guys down from down south. Um, you know, I think we even some some West Coast guys as well. But a lot of you're right. A lot of the guys are uh, are East Coast guys. Hey, I gotta ask you. So you do this TikToks on celebrity gossip and all this shit, and uh, I got females galore hitting me up like, "Oh, I love Jack Mack." He, he. So I gotta ask you, what is the kissing ideology shit that you talk? What is it? The green light, blue light? What is it? Green line, green line. All right, what the hell's the green light theory? I gotta know this. So. It was actually created by a guy on Twitter. His name's Rivolino. Um, essentially, it just looks at relationship dynamics through a photo. And essentially, the best relationships are, if you're looking at it right, if this is my right hand or it looks like my left, but um, right, the one with on my with this on is the guy, right? <laughs> You want to be straight. And then if the girl's leaning into you with like her head or her body, she probably likes you. Even straight. If she's straight too, like this, you you're gonna they'll they like you as well. But if she's leaning away or you're leaning into her, no good. It's not gonna work out. It's not gonna work out because you're, she or because of he. Well, it's always, I mean, it's because of he, right? Because it's like, I mean, you know, if you're leaning in, you know, it's, you know, it's cuck behavior. It's, uh, and then, you know, it's basically the theory, not everything. It's not a hundred percent, you know, and also it's kind of a joke, but you know, the ladies don't really love a guy that's like too dependent on her. Right. So. If you lean it in like that, I mean, also, if you just think about it, I mean, you probably have never even 
thought about leaning into a girl with your head like that. Maybe once or twice in a like a random uh, situation, but for most part, you're standing straight up and you're pulling her into you. So that's uh, that's how we're looking at it. See, I think you got the it factor. You either got it or you don't. I, exactly. Have you ever have you ever been turned down? So let's just say I don't. What date? What date do you go on where you're like? Is it is it first date where you go for the kiss? Oh, like just in general? Oh, um, yeah, first date. You first date ever going out with this girl, and you already had dinner. Whatever the common thing you do on dates yeah. And I, I guess you just get the vibe, girl. right? I take him to fucking Taco Bell, bro, and throw him in my jacuzzi. I don't really go around all that other shit. Um, no, I'm just fucking with you. No, like, yeah, your first date. You've been talking to her on the phone. You go to fucking eat afterwards. Is that is that a kiss day, number one, or do you calculate it? I mean, I, I guess you just kind of take it as is. It's like you feel it out. You know, sometimes you'll go on a date and, like, it won't, you know, you guys won't just connect. And then you're just kind of like, all right, whatever. Then you go home. Maybe you don't even take her to the jacuzzi at that point. But – I don't have the Jason Brown money yet, so I don't have the jacuzzi. If I did have the jacuzzi, I would be getting a lot more kisses on the first date, you know? Hey, so you got cars still backing you, man. Come on, dog. You got to be able to take it to the rooftop of, like, the New York uh, fucking penthouse. Oh, who's going to – the only thing is we love Barstool. They back us. You know, I love everything that Barstool's done for me. But, you know, New York City, Barstool ain't, ain't – you know, you, you got some big some big ballers around here, unfortunately. Uh, shit. <laughs> welcome to welcome to come to Cali too. These, exactly. Yep. The two works, man. Shit. Um I man, I just watched your TikToks and I'm just like, dog, I'm I'm laughing like a motherfucker on those shit. <laughs> I, I, gotta, I gotta go Caleb Presley on you right now. So I, I, I love Caleb. I talk to Caleb all the time on Yeah, I mean Caleb's oh, uh, he'll FaceTime me out of nowhere. He'll fucking, he's just sitting there with like a, seven people. And I'm like, what the fuck you doing? It's like midnight. Um, I got to ask you this. What do you mean by free John Morant? <laughs> what the fuck you talking about, free John Morant? I got to know this one, man. I got to, I got to, uh, give me your free John. Now, I know some of the times you're fucking around, but I know you, I noticed you said, let's free John Morant. Enough is enough. What do you really mean? I mean, all right, so maybe there's more to be known that the Grizzlies and the NBA know more than I do. Um, maybe that situation with the 17-year-old is bad enough. But, I mean, for the most part, these when I say free John Moran, I mean in 2005, this ain't a thing, you know? Now, I will say, Free John Morant, but he's on probation, heavy. Like, uh, if if you if you mess up, then you're finished. Not finished, but like it's like a serious, it's a serious crime. It's like, all right, you threw a few interceptions. Next game, I still believe in you, but if you keep throwing those interceptions, I'm sitting your ass on the bench. But John Morant, I mean, I don't know. It feels like there's a little bit of an overreaction. Really. At least from my perspective, it's just like, I think how who he's hanging out with may be the biggest issue. I've heard that his crew causes a lot of issues. Um, but for him, what has he done, right? He, he waved a gun on Instagram Live. 
in a strip well, club. That's I mean, not the first thing. That's the last thing, apparently. Now, the 17 year old finish line in situation. If it's more serious than just telling the kid to, like, you know, like, stop playing around, then I understand. But maybe you can educate me more. Well, this is the deal. Like, here's my take. How many dealt with so many more athletes than I have? Yeah, how many? So I'm a true believer, addition by subtraction. I just truly believe it's a real thing. You can addition. You there is such thing as addition by subtraction. I think he's a. There's nothing worse, Jack. In my opinion, there's nothing worse in this world. Nothing. I mean, we could talk about some bad shit. There's nothing worse than waste of talent. Yep. All right. Regardless of what your talent may be in, if you waste it, it's nothing worse. So I'm saying that addition by subtraction, because there's a waste of talent right now, even though how talented we know he is, he could be the next Jordan or whatever as far as icon in this generation, right? He could be the guy. I'm never going to say that and put him in the same words. but I know what you're saying. I'm never going to put him with Kobe, Jordan, LeBron. I'm not putting him with none of those guys. He's got a long way to go. And we're anointing him in the media already as this guy. And I'm like, hold on. This motherfucker can't get out of his own way yet. Uh-huh. But my point is, Jack, how many young kids right now, he has a much larger influence than a Jordan did in his era or a Kobe or, or a Bird because of social media, because of these phones and TikTok and Instagram Live and all that shit. He has a bigger influence. He's only making it hard on not only the coach who got to coach these young cats coming up, but he's also making it hard on everyone on that in that roster in that locker room because if he can get away with doing it, then so can number 14 on the end of the bench. And he can do even more things down the line. And it just it becomes this trickle-down effect, and shit just keeps stacking up. And it's like, dog, if you allow your best player to get away with murder, not figuratively, or not literally, but figuratively. Maybe literally two nowadays. If you allow your best yep. player to get away with that, who the fuck to tell Johnny, who plays two minutes a game, that he can't go out and rob McDonald's every night? He ain't going to get nothing happening to him. Well, And, and, and I'll be honest with you, Jack. Go, I, I'm a big Bill Parcells guy. Bill Parcells said, if you cannot coach your best player, who's going to be your number one shitbird, by the way. That's just how it is. The better the player, the bigger the shitbird. If you can't get through to him, you have no shot. And guess what? When Bill Parcells took the Cowboy job, who was his number one shitbird? T.O. So T.O. was his number one shitbird, number one athlete. He had to get through to T.O., had to get T.O. to buy into him. So the rest of the team bought into the T.O. mentality that, okay, we can be an asshole to the whole team. If you're late, you got consequences. But every single player is treated differently. And... Every philosophy, every 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 personality is different, dog, and you got to treat every single player differently. But your team culture, motto, uh, goals, consequences, rules all have to be the same. And if you if you change it for certain players, you're gonna lose the rock your roster really quick. And I think Memphis is on that track right now, and it's a tall task for a coach who really in this business, a lot of guys like this coach. Um, but he yet, he's yet to win anything. Really, nobody knows who he is still, right? You're like, who? Oh, the white guy in Memphis. Like, who the fuck? Who is he? 
on a large scale of things. He's not Thibodeau. He's not, you know, any of these big name coaches that you see out here. So, so he's a guy that's having to handle a guy who's very, very highly regarded in a lot of ways, not only playing wise, but on social media, his influence. Now you got to manage this dude and his fucking weirdo fucking fanboy dad. Yeah. And his crew. At least from what I've heard. Okay, and not to cut you off, before I I wanted to answer your question, this is the thing. The crew should not exist. You are your crew because you are the breadwinner. You're the moneymaker. So I'm confused as to how he allows this crew to be out here talking shit. Like, you just mentioned this crew's fucked up. And I'm like, hold on. There's no crew fucked up in my in my world. My crew is going to do what the fuck I say to do or not be around. I don't understand. That's just follower mentality. And that's further proving to me that this dude wants to be something he's not so bad. He watched too many juices, too many boys in the hoods, too many menaces societies on these fucking plane rides, dog. Yeah, no, I mean. I don't know who his crew is, but I think it's like, you know, that story that we heard. He pulled up nine dudes deep because somebody at finish line disrespected his mom, even though the 17-year-old probably didn't even know it was John Morant's mom, you know? Um, I mean, we've all been in a finish line or a mall when a 17-year-old who's fucking an asshole is working at a job, and then you're like, all right, I mean, he's getting paid eight bucks an hour. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, yell at him? Um now, the role model thing, for me, I see what you're saying, and there's responsibility, but th- th- does that mean he shouldn't be able to play basketball? <clears throat> How is he, in, is he more influential as a basketball player or as a TikToker? Like, that's what you got to ask yourself. He's, he's a nobody without basketball. Nobody going to shit about him. Yes, you're correct. So the following comes from what he does on the court. He makes his big bag on the court and then everything else that comes with it, ad sponsors and sponsors, yep. which, which Coca-Cola just took away one, right? He's yep. going to lose them little by little. He just lost Coca-Cola. It's a pretty big one. I'm pretty sure he's, he's headed down the Antonio Brown street of fucking dumbness. I'm just telling you, that's kind of what it is. And he's, he's 23. Here's my question, Jack. Here's my more important question as a as just a some common sense narrative. Why is it? And now I don't know that this hasn't happened, and I don't think it needs to be public. Um, I don't think it would be a smart move or or needed to for LeBron James to go on Twitter and say, "What are you doing, Ja?" And or, or I don't think that needs to happen. But what I am curious about is is LeBron James picking up the phone and calling this motherfucker. And saying, hey, dog, you're the future of this league. I'm leaving soon. You're the next guy. You can't do this shit because the Anthony Edwards of the world in Minnesota and all these other guys are now going to be the next guy after you. And they're looking at you, too. And so not only do you have NBA peers looking at you, you have everyone in college, everyone in high school. AAU math is is a huge thing. And so you got all these young kids. You, I just hope the the big platform people, the the big guys, um, the LeBrons and the Jordans and the Shaqs and the Barclays are hitting them up and and are like, dog, 
you do realize you're a fucking idiot, right? And you know, we know your truth. We know your truth. And you're not yeah. a gangster. You're not. So I would assume those guys have, but then also, I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, LeBron hits him up and then Ja kind of will, maybe Ja doesn't respond. And then LeBron asks around and he's just, and everyone just tells him, hey, he's just a lost soul right now. Um, there's not much you can do. And then, I mean, LeBron, he has his own team. He's injured. He has fucking kids, you know. Like, he's probably like, I don't have enough time for John Morant. And not to be disrespectful towards him, but just be like, hey, I tried. And then I'm here if he needs me. But you're right. I, it's just. that That's, Jack, that's where I have an issue right now with this generation. Like, to, to be honest, this is the reason why I say it. Like, there is no more respect for the forefathers who have allowed you to make generational wealth, not only for yourself, but your grandkids' lives are set. And the people that set this for you, the the, the Jordans, the Birds, the McHales, the Dr. J's, go and even go back to Will Chamberlain, these guys set this for you, made not even 1% of your money. Yep. They didn't even make 1% of the dollars you're making right now. And... That is where back in the day, just 20 years ago at least, not even that long ago, if you look at it, um, we would have been like, man, fuck, dog. Without you, we're nothing. We're going to yep. make sure we spread this wealth, not financially, monetary speaking, but through our tongue. Like, we're going to make sure we're doing this like how you taught us because we're making more money than we ever could imagine because of how you set this, like how you broke this down for us. And they're not doing that no more. I get it. You have kids. I get it. You got all these things. But you owe the game that's paying you hundreds of millions of dollars, in my opinion. That's just my mentality. These cats don't care no more. They don't owe. Sh they think they don't They don't owe shit. If they really owe the game, Jack, Kawhi Leonard wouldn't load manage fucking 90% of the season. And either would any of these other dudes that you pay your hard-earned money to go take your kids to see. And they're not even playing. And I... If they really respected the game and what's really gave them generational wealth, they would play as much as often as possible. Yes. And what I would say to that is two things. One, I think that goes to show when we look at a John Morant, I think we should also look at you bring up LeBron. And LeBron, I mean, now he's in what? He's in year 20. And this is a guy, and I'll be honest, I mean, talk about a guy that came up from nothing um with the single mom akron ohio not the best place in the world not the worst place and you know he was anointed the next guy at 15 16 and then turned out to be the next guy obviously there's been ups and downs he maybe you can argue he should have won more championships the x y and z that's fine but he hasn't really done i mean you know i take some he said some things that I'm just like, all right, LeBron, like, what are you talking about? But for the most part, he's been, and he pays respect to the older guys. He's been, and he gets a lot of shit, but he's somebody who's since day one really bought into the game of basketball. I know you can talk about the load management stuff, but I would say to that, would we still be seeing LeBron play right now if he played every game? But that's, that's not, to me, see, that's, so I've heard Anthony Edwards came out as a younger guy 
has come out and been like, man, we owe the game to play. We owe the fans to play. Have you heard him say that? Yeah, yeah. No, I like Anthony. All right. So he came out and said it. I was like, oh, all right, youngster. That's nice to hear from a younger cat. And then Draymond Green comes out, being Draymond Green, and he's like, all right, I like that Anthony spoke out, but let me ask, let me tell you something, youngster. Like, he's talking shit on his podcast about it, and he's like, no offense to you, Anthony Edwards, but you haven't made back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back deep playoff runs like I have and won multiple championships. And I'm not saying that to, because I'm cocky. I'm saying that because the, 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 the half of another season that we play every season – because of all the playoff games that we go into, right? All right, I get that too. But, dog, that is the job that it comes with. Like, you should play those games to make $150 million. Like, I, I Charles Barkley broke it down the, the best. He's like, come on, man. You play four days a week. You, play, you, drive, you fly private. You have the best people to cover your body. We didn't have this shit. We drove commercial or on a Greyhound. We flew commercial or on a Greyhound. And he's like... This is what you should do. You should be playing 82 games plus all the playoff games you can play. And guess what? In the offseason, this is what you should do. But see, these cats aren't doing that. They're in Bali chilling and 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 then taking some months off instead of back in the day. Not only did they go through 82 games and the playoffs, when the Lakers, Celtics, and all these teams won, they were back in the gym a week later. Because the season is so fast, Jack. It's like you're, you're playing in Halloween night. Game, season the new season and your season just ended in late July. Like that's not a lot of time off, and the NBA is the longest season. So, I mean, I don't know, man. There's a reason the NBA ratings are faltering. The XFL ratings are fucking higher. They had thirty eight thousand show up last night to the St. Louis XFL game, um, which I thought is pretty cool. The rocks, the rocks product is 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 selling. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's just old school mentality versus the young. I guess there's just two two ways. Of, I think know. there's an in between, right? Um, there's, I don't know who's right. I I see what you're saying, and I'll, like I don't disagree, but I also think you know, if the NBA thinks about their product, and nobody has more stars than the NBA, that has more to do with the face, the fact that guys play longer, and then also. You know, their faces out there um, for the most part. I mean, you know, I mean, there's the Patrick Mahomes, the Aaron Rodgers and whatnot. But Julio Jones is what? One of the best wide receivers ever. I think Julio Jones could walk down the street in New York City. He's six four, but not that many people would know who he is. Wait, time out, though. You know why that is? I used to do I, I used to do a study on this. I used to teach this, actually. You know why that is, right? Why? All right, let me ask you this before I even answer that. Why is Major League Baseball A, basketball B, and NFL C? And I can argue soccer is actually C, NFL is actually Because of the helmet. Because of a helmet. Yeah. So I can ask you right now, to be honest, I could probably ask you, do you know who Will Shields is? Will Shields? Yeah. Um, Is he the kicker? kicker? No, he's one of the best offensive linemen ever. Played for the okay, Chiefs. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I don't. All right, that that's not. I wasn't saying that to make a point, but if he, all right, let me ask you this: um, If Brock Purdy was walking down the fucking New York City street, no one would know him. Okay, and and exactly, you. This is 
This is for every offensive lineman and defensive lineman in the NFL, probably the history of the NFL, walking down a New York street. You wouldn't know who they are. And but that's also, I would also argue, like. That is why we good. don't make as much money, though, Jack. We don't get the same marketing, the same opportunities in the NFL for, for, for commercial ads, for ad sponsors. We don't get anywhere near, other than an Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Mahomes, uh, maybe a Josh Allen, maybe a couple receivers. You're not getting, you're not, how many NFL guys are on big time commercials other than Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers? How many guys really have a commercial? Baker Mayfield, a quarterback. Let's take away quarterbacks. How many guys, do you ever see fucking like Warren Sapp doing a State Farm commercial? No, you'd have to, the NFL players, like, I mean, think about it. Shannon Sharp is about a hundred times more recognizable now because he's on FS1 and kind of big on social media than he was when he was at Hall of Fame tight end, which that's is saying and a helmet fucks us, and that's why we're not as paid as much either. The crazy thing is, much more people watch Shannon Sharp play football than they watch him on uh, FS1. Not because his show's bad, but it's just because you know. 10 to 15 million, 20 million people watch the NFL every fucking weekend, even more than that. But I mean, like if you on average and he was one of the best ever. So it's crazy. But to circle back to everything we've been talking about, the Grizzlies disrespected the older guys. I mean, Dylan Brooks said that Shannon Sharp was a blogger. That's one of the most disrespectful things I've ever heard in my fucking life. Goes back to these cats having no regard for their <laughs> bro. I'm just telling you, like, it goes back to the disres- blatant disrespect. Like, we always used to talk shit because of a competitive balance, right? We used to love it. Yeah, talk- yeah, yeah, yeah. And, ja- and Jack, to be honest, we got into straight up bars, bar- you know, barbershop banter, fucking escapades in a barbershop talking shit like where we're getting you know we're getting after talking about your mama and everything else boys we may be boys that doesn't happen anymore like it used to happen like nowadays everything is a i'm gonna pull the strap out like that's the era john Morant grew up in there is no more just talking shit because it's true and we're having a friendly opinionated debate or and we get loud and we start talking shit there is no more of that because these soft fucks are now just, oh, I got to pull a gun out. Like, also, not, it's oh. you can, you can kind of hear it in the music too a little bit. You know, like uh, when, you know, Jay-Z and whatnot, well, they, he wasn't, he was, he was talking about some shit, but he wasn't talking about pulling up and like, there's these down in Florida and um, even Memphis, you know, there's, these rapper gangs and they're like 17 years old and they have Rico cases on them. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what? <laughs> I mean, I guess that it's kind of like LA versus or West coast versus East coast, but it's a little bit, a little bit, not even that because it's not like, Oh, that's the biggest, biggest shit going on. It's like these guys I've never heard of. I watch a YouTube video. It's like this 18 year old has a Rico case on, on, on them. 18 years old. Bro, they try so hard to be something they're not. They literally will go. They'll shoot up their grandma's houses. It's like, what? Dog, They. it's all about tweaks, retweets, and likes. That's the era we live in, bro. I'm just telling you right now. They don't give a fuck. There is no value. These kids don't value the dollar. 
They don't value your life, and they don't even value their own life. There's no value for anything anymore. Like I saw a rapper, like rapper crew or whatnot, pull up on his ops grandma house the other day. What? Why? It's like, what are you guys doing? All right, let that set in, Jack. Let that sink in. Where we used to protect our grandma's house, now these fucks are shooting up their grandma's house. Yeah, it's like what? I, all right, before you get out of here, man, let me ask you. Uh, college March Madness is in. Uh, I got to get you back on um, soon to talk more about it. I got Jeff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thursday, March Madness is here. Who are you picking to win it all? I'm riding with UConn. I'm riding. Really, with UConn. UConn? Yes, I grew up in Connecticut. You in a state where there was no professional sports. UConn was everything. UConn football, UConn basketball. I know UConn football. That's my my first love, my first true love. And I understand anybody, everybody can talk their shit about UConn football. Kind of turn it around, but I love UConn basketball, and I think we got a good team this year. And um, I've been watching them all year. I, I was at MSG this weekend, to, or it was during the week, to watch them play in the Big East tournament. I like the squad. Hopefully they go on a run. If not, uh, I mean, it's crazy to say Alabama's pretty good. It doesn't it doesn't feel real, um, but they're they're pretty good. That's a whole show in itself, right? I know. Fucking team. Um, I gotta rock with UCLA, my 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 West Coast yep. you know, team. I gotta roll with the team I grew up idolizing, John Wooden. Um, I think they've played together three years. A lot of these guys on this team, they lost a shitty. They should have never lost Arizona the other day, but they were probably a, they could have been a one seed if they won that game. I thought. Um, I think they would have knocked out um, – they probably would have knocked out Kansas out of the one um, because they had seven losses from what everyone said, even though Kansas had the hardest schedule. Um, people are still thinking Kansas got fucked, even though they got a one seed. They got a bad geographical location, apparently. Um, well, let them play. Just let them I know. Play. I, I like UCLA with their with their veterans. Um, yep. I'm going to roll with them. That's just me. But um, all right. Yeah, I mean, you- UConn – UConn UCLA could be a bit pr- pretty big Elite Eight matchup. If that happens, I'll have to come on before that show. Yeah, we got to. We got to do it. Um, college football, though, uh, who do you who do you see Carolina taking one? You know, I heard you and Zach talking, Will Richardson before. Um, or Anthony, sorry. Will Richardson is a completely different person. Um, I still – I think it's just going to be Bryce, um, but I I wouldn't be shocked. They even said they would end up trading it, um, which would be no. hilarious. I wouldn't be shocked. Anthony Richardson is like this weird uh, Mandela effect where it's your people are telling me his career was something happened that it didn't actually happen, um, and I was like, wait, what games was I watching? Don't get me wrong, the guy has talent, but. Number one overall, and I wouldn't be shocked if a team falls in love with them. Hey, hey, Jack, if if a quarterback broad jumps 10-6 to win a game in the Super Bowl, I'm going to fuck. I'm all in. Um, when he broad jumps and fucking jumps 40 inches over a guy, I'm all in. Let's, let's make him the best quarterback of all time. But until then, dude, I'm not going to go with it. Uh, as you leave here, I appreciate you coming out. Aaron Rodgers ends up being a who? New York Jet, but I'm getting nervous. I'm a Jets, so I'm a longtime Jets, Mets, you know, Jets, Mets, UConn. 
tortured fan. <laughs> you're mu- you're muted, Matt. Nobody can even hear you. <laughs> yeah. hey, um, are you are you, are you muted on your end or me? You're muted. I can't hear you. Matt's muted. Matt Matt hates technology. Um, we can't hear Matt. Um, anytime Matt gets on the phone, um, he can't. His phone never works. Uh, Matt played for the Jets, Jack, for a long time. Yeah, no, no. I follow him on TikTok. I know who he is. He's um, uh, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, and he, then I, he loves you, Barstool guys. He uh, that's what I'm saying. If if Eric ever pulls.